Welcome to Miss Nicole's Storytime Podcast, where real teachers read and discuss their favorite children's books. I'm your host, Miss Nicole, and I cannot wait to share my love of books with you all. I would like to thank our sponsor, William Penn University, for making this podcast possible. Today, I'm excited to be the first guest reader on my own very first podcast. I absolutely love children's books, and I'm passionate about sharing them with kids. My own two sons, Avon and Devon, have quite a collection of books. Over the years, we have filled many bookshelves, even broke a few. And when they are finished with those books, they're going to become part of my classroom library so that I can spread the love of books to other children, too. So today I want to read to you, My Mouth is a Volcano, written by Julia Cook and illustrated by Carrie Hartman. But before I begin reading, I want you to think about what it means when I said my mouth is a volcano. What do you think that it could look or sound like? My name is Lewis. People say I erupt a lot. I don't think I do. I have a lot to say, and all my words are very important to me. When other people talk, words just pop into my head. Then they slide down onto my tongue. My tummy starts to rumble, and then it starts to grumble. My words begin to wiggle, and then they do the jiggle. My tongue pushes all of my important words up against my teeth, and then... I erupt. Hey guys, guess what you guys? Words just explode out of my mouth. My mouth is a volcano. In class, my teacher says that when we want to say something, we are supposed to look at her, raise our hand, and wait until she calls on us. I tried that. After I waited patiently for what seems like 62 years, my important words slid down from my head onto my tongue. When my tummy started to rumble, then it started to grumble, my words began to wiggle, and then they did the jiggle. My tongue pushed all of my important words into my teeth, and my volcano erupted. Teacher, I think we should have recess today. I'm hungry, too. Can we have lunch now? My teacher was less than pleased. She erupted me right back. I know what you are saying is very important to you, Lewis, but since it is not an emergency, you'll have to wait until I call on you. It was my volcano's fault. At daycare, we were sitting on the rug listening to Miss Polly read us a story about planting trees. All of a sudden, I thought about the time my grandpa and I planted six trees in his front yard. My important words slid down from my head onto my tongue. My tummy started to rumble, and then it started to grumble. My words began to wiggle, and then they did a jiggle. My tongue pushed all of my very important words into my teeth, and my volcano erupted. Hey, guys, once I planted zillions of trees with my grandpa, and... I got a timeout. It was my volcano's fault. During dinner, Mom and Dad were talking about paying the bills. Then I thought about my friend Bill. Bill can blow a bubble inside of a bubble when he chews two pieces of bubble gum. Now that is really important. 
My important words about Bill slid down from my head to my tongue. My tummy started to rumble, and then it started to grumble. My words began to wiggle, and then they did the jiggle. My tongue pushed all of my very important words into my teeth, and my volcano erupted. Hey, Mom, Bill can blow a bubble in a bubble with his gum. Lewis, my mom said, you interrupted again. If someone else is talking, you don't have an emergency. You need to wait your... T but mom, my words, they slide down from my head onto my tongue. Then my tummy starts to rum. Lewis, you did it again. I got sent to my room. She said I was rude. It was my volcano's fault. The next day at school was very important to me. I had been waiting for about 126 weeks to be student star of my class. This was my special moment. I got to share a poster with my class that had pictures of all of my favorite things. I stood up in front of my class and began to tell them about the time I went fishing. Halfway through my story, Richard started to tell everyone about when he went deep sea fishing in Mexico. His story must have been better than mine because everyone started to look at him. He was stealing my important words. Richard, said my teacher, you just interrupted Lewis. Please wait until he is finished talking and then he might call on you. I couldn't believe how rude that was of Richard. He erupted me. That made me really angry. After talking about the fishing trip, I started to explain the x-ray of my broken arm. Just as I was getting to the good part, Courtney started to tell the class about the time she broke her own leg. Courtney, said the teacher, you just interrupted Lewis. Please wait until he is finished talking and then he might call on you. I couldn't believe how rude that was of Courtney. She started talking right during my 15 minutes of fame. She ruined my important words. She almost stole my moment. When I got home, I told my mom about rude Richard and rude Courtney. Now you know how they feel when you interrupt us, said my mom. Well, I never thought about that. I just get so excited and my words, they just pop into my head. Then they slide down onto my tongue and my tummy starts to rumble and then it starts to grumble. My words begin to wiggle and then they do the jiggle. Then my tongue pushes all of my important words up against my teeth and I erupt. Words just explode out of my mouth. My mouth is a volcano. Maybe Richard and Courtney have volcanoes in their mouths too, Mom replied. I never thought about that. Well, son. The next time your important words are pushed into your teeth by your tongue, bite down hard and don't let them out. Take a deep breath and push your words out through your nose. Then when it's your turn, take a deep breath, breathe them back into your mouth. Will that work? I asked. Only if you make it work, said mom. That night at dinner, my sister Sylvia was in the middle of one of her long girl stories when my important words began to slide down from my head and my volcano started to do its thing. 
Just as my tongue started to push my words out through my teeth, I bit down really hard. Then I breathed my words through my nose. As soon as my sister was finished talking, I took a deep breath and back in went the words. I was amazed that they had just hung around outside my mouth and didn't float away. Then I told my story and nobody got mad at me for erupting. After that, I never erupted again. Well, except for the time that Bill's bubblegum got stuck in my hair, but that was a real emergency. Have you ever had a moment where your mouth was like a volcano like Lewis's was? Think about a strategy that you could use to help hold that important information in until it was the right time. Thanks so much for listening today. Join us next week for an exciting new story read to you by Mr. Rob. Until next week, read a great book.